smoking around us because we get like secondhand fucking. Oh, shit. Fuck up. Like I'm smoking <laughs> weed with you. Like whatever. Shut up. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Episode two of our Reaching podcast. Yo, yo. Hey, girl. Hey. How's, How's everyone going? feeling? Yeah. I'm good. You've had a busy day. I've had mm. a long day. You've had a yeah. long day. I'm a long yeah. day, but I'm here. You're here, yeah. and we're so happy you're I here. Know. But you're not within touching. Oh, can we just touch oh. fingers? Yes. yes. <laughs> These guys, man, I can't deal. I, I cannot. Just, deal. I just, I'm a physical touch person. That's my love language. Yeah. Poor, poor Beck. Poor, poor, are you going to handle that? Are you okay? Yeah, oh I'm fine God. with it. <laughs> I can't really reach her. She's put that many cushions between yeah. us. I feel like I'm I 16 again. So we're doubling up on our drinks. You'll hear in episode three, we went with the same cocktail. Because let's did. be honest, it's. A vibe. It is a vibe. But what have we got today, Kel? We've got white sangria. That's with vodka, peach snaps, uh, white savion. White, it don't, does only come in white. <laughs> Are you trying yeah. to be French now? Savion, savion Blanc. Uh, Savvy. Savvy B. And tonic water and some various lovely tropical fruits. You forgot fruits. lychee. Oh, and lychee. Lychee, lychee juice yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, it's tasty. It is. And um, if it's very summer vibes. Which suits our weather up here in Queensland. Our two Sydney siders are frothing at the bit because yeah. we've got like 27 and 28 <laughs> in sunshine. So we're going to kick it off though with Netflix recommendations or not nef- not necessarily Netflix, just like what are you binge watching at the yeah. moment? What are you wasting away your hours chilling watching? Because I'm chronic for it. I'll go first. My husband is like hating life at the moment because I've started Grey's Anatomy. Oh. From the beginning. Um, for I started probably maybe a week and a half ago and I'm already up to season five. Really? Oh, wow. I literally watch it all day long. I even have set up something in my shower so I can watch it while I'm in the shower. What made you want to go <laughs> Okay, that's and... not normal. <laughs> because that season actually... 19 season nineteen is coming out towards the end of the year. Right. And I just want a refresher on the whole life story that is Grey's Anatomy. So that is my what I'm binging at the moment. But my recommendation mm-hmm. would be, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Um, it's a reality series called Alone. Mm. And basically, oh, yes, have you watched yes, this? I've seen a few episodes. So basically what it is is people who are like outdoorsy survivalists, mm. they all compete to win half a million dollars. Yeah, I've seen that. And basically what they do is they drop them in the middle of nowhere in the Alaskan islands Mm -hmm. and they have to individually, they're miles from each other, they have to individually survive. They set up their own cameras, they set up their own audio, they vlog and they have to find their own shelter, their own food, Mm -hmm. their own water. They also have to defend themselves against the elements and predators. Do people like get really badly hurt? Heaps of people get really badly hurt and have to like – Call up and be like, there's an emergency, out. get me out of here kind of thing. Um, but there's like bears and wolves. Nah, and nah, done. Like, <laughs> no way. And then like as the series go on, they go to places like Patagonia mm. as well where there's like viper snakes that live in the ground. Like it's a mm. hectic – it's like I love – Survivor, right? It's like that on steroids, but it's real life, next level. Hectic. Yeah, because it's real. Yeah, yeah. And it goes through all the like mental stages mm. of being by yourself. So these people are alone for months. Mm. I think the longest one I've watched so far was like seventy something days by mm. themselves in the wilderness, and it's like it's like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Like, oh, really? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like they start talking to like objects, like Wilson, like. 
they lose their minds. And it's just interesting to see how much we really need human connection and human interaction to stay sane. Yeah, hard. But yeah, alone, watch it. It's a vibe. Yeah. Puk puk. Me. So um, two shows that I watch this week or last week, it's on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. The first one is called Blackbird. So if any of you guys have seen Mindhunters on Netflix, it's kind of like that vibe. It's based on a true story about this guy who's like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. So he was about to get in parole and like the storytelling is like really like good. Like he kind of like, wait, did he do it? Did he not do it? Anyway, so there's this other guy who got done for drug dealing. Yep. So he's got 10 years in prison, but then like the, the judge was like, well, if you... I will put you into this prison and if you get the guy to confess or you find the bodies where he buried the bodies, yep. um, your sentence will be like like Ooh. null and you can get out. But the reason that is he's put into this um, prison with all these like murderers and like just like top. So they want him to, they put him in there to be a snitch almost. Yes. Befriend the prisoners, find yes. out all the details. Yes. No it's based way. on true story, guys. It's actually yeah, based on true story. Out there. That's hectic. It's pretty hectic. And it's only six episodes, so you can like, Oh, I like a short one. In one night. And my other one is also on Apple TV. Have you guys heard of uh, The Severance? No. It's no. pretty hectic too. It's like so about this group of people where their memories get wiped when they go to work. So they don't know their life outside work and mm. they don't know what they do for work. It's really interesting. Bit of an inception. Yeah. So then they started like, you know, like they're like, what do we actually do? What's our life outside? And then they started questioning that and like. Hmm. What's that one called? Severance. Severance. I don't know where you people get all this time to watch TV, (laughs) to be honest. That's all I do. In the shower. (laughs) Really? The last thing I watched was P-Valley on Stan. Mm. Oh, yeah. What's P-Valley? Pussy Valley. Oh, mm. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good show. Just a little bit of life education for you. Yeah, yeah. Right up the clacker. Yeah. <laughs> it was all that slap, slap. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't mind me some Pussy Valley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, I'll, this. maybe Episode maybe four. I'll. Episode four. <laughs> Episode four. Mm. <laughs> what about you, Cal? What are you watching? I think the last thing. What were you watching when I got here? That looked interesting. No, uh, the, yeah, it's like a documentary. Mm. We love it. Yes. Yeah, I'm like Kelly. YouTube. Watching yeah. stuff. Proper stuff. To we did watch. Grey's Anatomy is stuff. I've watched five seasons. I could basically be a doctor. But you know <laughs> what's coming you, out? If you have a carotid embolism, I could save your life. Ooh. Charge to 300. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's coming out? And it's back and I can't wait and I will make time for it. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I cannot watch. Can I ask you? That show. And I've gotten this before. Do you think I look like anyone on that series? Main lady? Mm. Is that what they're going to say? Mm. Why? Because of your blonde hair? I don't know. Really? Personally, I think like she's her. ugly. I find it an insult, but I get told all the time. The that blonde I'm hair, blue like eyes. Maybe mm. that's, that's Oh, you don't even it. have blue eyes. It's more grey. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> it's it's grey. Any like excuse for her to get close to me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to touch her, right? Yeah. We uh, brought our cards back too Yeah, we today. did. Our warm-up cards. Do you want to grab them for me, Kel? I will say one of the Netflix shows that I would recommend to anyone is Witcher. That's about it. Oi, I actually didn't watch that. But when I was taking care of my blind, I used to be a disability support worker for a blind client. Mm. And he used to listen to that in the car on audio descript. Yep. Oh. It's really good. Yeah, I love it. Mm. I love that fantasy kind of 
mm. thing, and that guy's fucking hot. That's Superman, eh? Superman mm. is the Witcher. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, he's hot. He's hot as fuck. But anyway, <laughs> um, let's get into the cards. So we're going to play this. It's called Dumb, Drunk and Dirty. Oi, Dumb Dumb makes a funny funny mistake in episode three. You'll have to listen to that yeah, one. Yeah, you will. I did. Did we actually catch that on video? Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> a movie star you would fuck. Ooh. Oh, easy. Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a heartbeat. Really? Yes. Have you seen my husband? Yeah. Have you seen Dwayne? I, he's better, mm. like the bro. I love my bro and I don't love him that way, but he's better than Dwayne. Oh, 100%. Mm. So, mm. okay. I would say Timothy Chalamet. Who? Who? Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <Timothy> Chalamet. <laughs> Is that the black guy? No. no who's he? Oh, my God. You who's guys need to I have yourselves. no idea. Um, he was in um, Call Me By Your Name. What's his name? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy, or are you is that Timothy. your Filipino accent? <laughs> yeah, Timothy. <laughs> so it's still, oh, yeah. Timothy. Yeah, yeah. it is her Filipino accent. Oh, can I have a look? Oh my god! No, it's oi, oi, no. That new, that new town vibe. <laughs> it is <laughs> all over. That Jerry Gong vibe. Oh, oh. I gotta oh, tell you what happened with that guy. So, um, last Friday, messaged me at like 9 p.m. saying, "Hey, I just moved to North Wollongong. Do you want to come over for some drinks?" I'm like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, See, fuck dude, like, who you think you are? Props to him. Props to him for asking. But yeah. you didn't put out nothing to like. There's no dick pics. No. First, before she even goes down that is like 80 kilometres, she, I am. I love cocks so much. She's obsessed with dick. I am. I love it Full so stop. But period. I, I don't know why I love it so much, <laughs> but I do. I don't know why I love it so much. <laughs> I would Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, yeah. Baby. Hello. Um, How are you? I've heard he's a gentleman too. He's dating Steve Harvey's daughter. Not no. Anymore. They're not anymore. Up. Yeah. Oh. They are split. The fuck Devo. Up. Yeah, yeah but, apparently yeah. she was done. Who would I bang? <laughs> I'm going to go old school because I can't think of any other people but Gerard Butler in the old days. Oh, uh, in his PS I Love You mm. days when he was a ghost. <sighs> yeah. That guy's hot. 100%. Mm. I, I get that vibe. Thank you. Yours is only the weird one. Yeah. Hers, yeah. He Yours looks like, is he looks weird. Like a he looks man. fine. Yeah, he looks like a child, a fetus. <laughs> Maybe that's your fetish. Is there a fetish that we don't know about? No, she likes them tall and skinny. Yeah, he is tall and skinny. Is he? Yeah. He looks like he's not. He's tall and skinny. Oh, I don't know. I like that one. These cards are shit. Yeah. You're supposed to just pick the first one, oh. where whatever it's supposed to be. Supposed but they're to not be. even they're not good. Hurry <laughs> up, man. Pick one and be done. Yeah, okay. Your favourite thing to play as a kid? I like to uh, jump on the clothesline and swing myself around. Oh. Yeah. Love that. Was my vibe. Hmm. Poor Kel. I know. Poor, poor kid problems. Oh, I know. All I had was a hill's hoist. <laughs> I had more than that. Like I had stuff, but I enjoyed that because when I played like hide and go seek and Tiggy with my brother and shit, it was always rough and it was always like their rules and they made everything up and yeah, always got hurt in it because like they roughed me up, mm, fucking mm. bastards. But yeah, I love to play on the clothesline and 
Swing spin around. around. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing Mario. Mario. Used to drop the mushrooms and try and get yes. to the, yes. try and get to the princess. Right. Yes. I've got to say that I remember playing that all the time. That right. little grey controller. And you had to like. You put the game like it sat into the device, yeah, and when yeah. it wouldn't work, you'd pull it out and you'd like, yeah, blow it, eh? <laughs> Do that and with then VCR. Put it back in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Down with Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. All right, let me finish this one off. <laughs> a masturbation aid. I have toys. I have a drawer full of toys. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. <clears throat> Nothing gets it done as fast as my index finger. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm the opposite. Toys. Yeah, I feel like. It's faster with toys. You never used to do it before we met, I know. though. Yeah, she <laughs> never used to play with herself. The funniest thing is like. So how old were you when you started masturbating? When I met Kelly, yeah, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I asked her, "Why don't you uh, like do your shit yeah. to yourself?" And she's like, "No, I can't think of myself that way." And oh, then, yeah. Well, I know someone who had sex before they'd ever masturbated. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Sondra. I don't have any toys, never had any, ever. I'm a nerd. So So what do you do? You do. Finger. Yeah. Women, she works just fine. <laughs> they are with you. And it costs nothing. And it costs nothing. How many? And then there's no like, I, feel I mean, like I, I, I wash need, my hands all the time. I feel time like I need to get you, need you a spot. toy, yeah. You need and a, you it will know, be like, a eh. game changer. Um, I, how many times do you guys do it a day? What? Once a day, what? every night before bed. I just want to, I truly want to know this answer. Yeah. Well, I have a very active sex life with my husband. Yeah. So we do it probably five out of seven yeah. days okay. out of the week. So That's I don't, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really need to. Do that as well. Do that as well. And generally if I do it as well, it then makes me less interested in the sex. Okay. Mm. What about you? Once in a blue moon. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. I'm just not in that space at the moment. Yeah, okay. okay that's fair. Yeah. I think I'm an anomaly. I need to have it at least four or five <laughs> times a day. You're and have sex on You're time. masturbating yeah. four or five times a day. Yeah. Wow. yeah. You are in your 40s though and that is supposed to be sexual. No, I was, I've been doing this a very long time. I'm in my 40s. Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. She's older. I'm the eldest. She's, she's the eldest. Yeah. I have a short-term memory. <laughs> That's good. But, yeah, no, I'm yeah. just not in that. Did you not realise that you hadn't come until you had made yourself yes. come? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like I'm so over it. But are you in, a, in the feelings kind of person before you yeah. get into that shit? That's where you get your, like, when I come, I want to be in my feelings. Yeah. I want to feel that person in a different way. Um, that's when I come. I come harder when I'm, like, in deep. Yeah. Oh, literally. <laughs> that, the, I've... Like my friend said the same thing. It was like it would take her a couple of like times before she could. I've been with the same person for so long. I don't even know what it's like to have sex with someone else and not come. So do you ever just not like you're like, fuck, I can't be fucked, bro. Mm, yeah. Because the nicer we don't do it, he always asks. Yeah. Mm. But but I'll be like, bro, we've just done it four nights in a row. You can. You know, I'm going to tap him. I'm going to daff him up now. I'm going to be, get yeah, my brother. <laughs> yeah, you do that. <laughs> oh, I will. He's on the. He's not natty at the moment too, so his sex drives through the roof. Shit. Poor thing. I'm really jealous at the moment. I'm oh. sexy. Well, well I know just... why you are being like that. <sighs> we, we know the answer to why you yeah. are um, being I, almost celibate. I feel yeah. like maybe that's a really good segue yeah. Yeah. for us to get into today's mm. story time. Mm. Episode one. 
you know, we got to know and understand what a twin flame is, um, how they come to people, how they look different for different people. We yeah. spoke mostly about Kelly's journey. So it started with Kelly basically because mm-hmm. I was in a relationship for about three years. Mm-hmm. It was good and there was a really strong connection there. There was a lot of in and out from the other person mm-hmm. and I wanted more. I want – my needs weren't met, let's mm-hmm. just say the least, right? So – and then it just got to a point where I felt I was drowning in the relationship because I wasn't getting what I needed. And one point I was like, am I getting depressed? Mm. I was like, oh, what's, what's going on here? Like how can I feel so down but be so in love? Mm. So we had been like the last six months we had like taken breaks back together, taken breaks back together. And I was like, no, this is – and nothing had changed. So I was like, no, nah, see a therapist, coach – Start working on myself because I'm like now I'm getting to a point where I'm starting to be depressed and what's going on. So then she started to look at why me and my sister as well, um, why we choose the men that we choose that are emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. So she took us back to our childhood, didn't she? Mm. So that's where it all started. That's where all the work started. The self-love and all the abandonment, the rejection and, you know, even though my dad, because my parents are divorced, mm-hmm. um, even though my dad was around, he obviously wasn't around in the household. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So apparently I went looking for men that weren't available. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this till I was like 43. I'm like gone my whole life looking and picking the wrong people and I was like, wow, Okay. Anyway, so finally I had to end it. I ended it sadly. I cried for months to bed and then Kelly came to work one day, started there and I was like, who's this bitch? Because I was going to go and do a past life regression. That's right. That's right. And I was telling Kelly and then she was like, oh, I'm so into that. And I was like, why? And she was like, oh, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then I told her I was going to see this lady and um, she's like, tell me all about it. So then that's how this is this yeah. all started. Yeah, it was it was more like, okay, so with so to premise that as well, I don't go into a work sh- workplace and go, you're a twin flame, you're a twin flame, you're a twin flame, yeah. and you're a twin flame. It's, again, divinely guided, but I have specific cards that read whether someone is or they're not. We have to discern whether or not they're in a narcissistic relationship because it can teeter and be borderline mm. to that. Um, so I will not read that you're in a twin flame relationship unless universe puts it in me too and puts it in my cards. She told me her story. I was like, mm, mm. yeah, okay. But now I need the clarification. I need the evidence to prove that, okay, this is that situation. Because again, we don't want to put them on a journey that's going to harm them even more. This is a healing journey, but some people can't handle the healing side mm. of, of what the twin flame journey is. So, so yeah, so. Kel did the cards and everything and then she's like, oh, okay, so Twin Flame. She's like, have you read – do you know anything about it? I'm like, no, what the fuck? And she's like, go read about it. So I did. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you're going to start seeing numbers as well. I'm like, yeah, fuck off. Like, as if. You really did. As if. I did. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I think like a month later, boom, all these numbers start popping up. Um, and then I just started to – I did started to do the work. I started healing – 
Kel gave me directions and, you know, why are you doing this, why are you doing that, looking to this, looking to that and being the good student that I mm. am, I just followed through and I just um, – and my counterpart, we'll call him, um, he left for overseas for like a good six months so we didn't really have much contact then. Um, and I guess that just gave me the chance to really work on myself. But ever since I've been on this journey of self-healing journey, I am just not – attracted to anyone mm. i don't want anyone to touch me i just not interested hey and it's the first time ever in my life that i'm not interested because like look at me right now it's me for my age right i'll go out and people start talking yeah. to me and i'm just yeah. like mm, not interested as in before i before him like in my future years I used to go out when something went wrong because I'd look for validation and I could yeah. go out, I could get drunk, I would go talk to guys, yeah, you know, and, and have fun. But now it's different. It's like I don't want to do that. Now when something happens, I go to meditate. Mm. I've completely changed. Like I don't need yeah. to go and drink. Like I've, my alcohol consumption for the last six months has totally changed. Like yeah. I'm drinking today because I'm with the girls. But <laughs> normally I would have alcohol at home. You know, if something yeah. happened with the counterpart and he ups- he would upset me, I'd be like, all right, go drink the bottle of wine just so I can suppress the feelings. Mm. But now when stuff happens, I'm like, no, I'll go meditate. I'll go read the Bible. I know it sounds really nerdy, but, yeah, I'll go read the Bible or I'll go and read something that uplifts me or something that I need to work on or I'll go journal. Like I've just completely no, she was changed on that. I was going to be a nun, ask my family, up until I was all through Mm, high school. Look at your face. Yeah, all through high school. If you ask any of my family up until I was like year 11, what do you want to do? I used to say I want to be a nun. But then I found boys at 18. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you want to be a nun? Yeah. What did you think being a nun was going to give you? Look, my family is very religious. And I grew up really, really close with my grandma and my grandma was like, if she wasn't married, she would have been a nun, 100% done. And I was very close to her and she looked after us when we were young and we went to a Catholic church in primary school and she was one of those little old ladies that went to church every day. Mm. But she took us, like because my mum had to work, she took us to school every morning. But part of that was going to church first. And for some reason I was just connected to her. I used to have these like... You know how you have those photo books and you put photos of people in there? No, mm. I used to have photos of all these saints. I used to collect saints and I used to read the Bible. Out of it? Yeah. Because you wouldn't think that for you. No. Yeah. But yeah, but then when I was 18. I just can't, like, I'm just picturing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Sandrine and Whoopi Goldberg. And <laughs> oh, happy days. Yeah. No, yeah. I did. Hi. I did want to be numb, but yeah. wow. forget that. But, um. No, so I've just like, I've just been on this journey, hey, that I'm still healing. I still have a lot of triggers because mm. I'll message curl or I'll do something else when I get triggered. So how long were you seeing that relationship therapist? Um, I was seeing her for a couple months mm. before I met Curl. Um, and to be honest, I went back to her not long ago. Remember I said mm. I was going to yep. go back because she's really helpful as well, like mm. for – non-spiritual stuff because mm-hmm. we live in 3D world. Yeah, that's right. Right, so we can't always go by spiritual. We've got to go by what's happening in our 3D world. Um, so she's a fantastic relationship coach. So she was just giving me tips on relationship-based psychology kind of stuff to do. Um, 
for myself, basically. When did you start work? November. Last year, November. Yeah. Is that the, I thought it was May. November. November. Yeah, November. so this was like mm. I saw her maybe before November, a couple months before November because then I met Kel and then I stopped seeing her but then I was just doing stuff. Like your own research. Yeah. My own research, your reading own up on stuff, my homework. Um, I thought Bex was really, really good at self-development until I met Sandrine and I was like, holy shit, no, this girl's on the next level. No, she, she, that, that's pretty good because if that was November last year, you're doing well because oh, I yeah. took years. Yes, yeah. Yeah. To get to the same point. Yeah. She's done it very quickly because I've said to her all along, like every development that she's had, she's goes, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go. And, and her progress from being where she was in November last year to where she is now is like, I didn't even know a word for it. She's done such a good job with herself, but then counterpart comes into it and then it gets. So I'm going to ask questions and, of yeah. course, we've talked about our limits, but feel free to not answer any because yeah. they're a bit vague. Mm. But through your in – the, in the initial relationship assessment, you mentioned that you identified for you and your sister some abandonment issues. Yeah. How would you say that – they manifested themselves for you? Maybe jumping through relationships as well, like trying to find that validation in that person, trying to trying to show them like trying to be wanted, mm-hmm. be yeah. made to feel like am I good enough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you? Why don't yeah. you love me? Why don't you want me? Mm. You know? Why don't you stay? Why don't you stay? Yeah. You know? But it, funnily enough, I've actually, and this is the weird stuff as well, with my past relationships, I've actually done the breaking up. Yeah. yeah. When you're done, right. you're done, eh? When but I'm done, I'm done. But is that because you get to a point where you're like, this person's not wanting me enough, not giving me enough. Yeah, so and then I, I just switch off, I'm gonna, right? I'm going to cut it because I'm going to go it. find someone else to so yeah. it. Like, I was just thinking, I was like, that sounds so me. Like, I'll give someone so many chances. But when I said I'm done, you're done. I'm done. Like, yeah. there's no going back. Like, yeah. there's no turning around. Yeah. That was me. Would basically. you would you say that you were then a serial relationshipist? Is that a word? Mm. Relationship. We're gonna make we're gonna make it one. Serial She's data. She's gonna make me one. A serial data. Like if you're constantly chasing that feeling of validation in well, relationships. Let's just say I've been married twice. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. You're forty. Yeah, I know, but still, like you'd be like, look at me and go, mm, you're married twice. But and that that was another thing I had to deal with. I had to like work on myself with that. That guilt that that happened as well, mm. you know mm. that that self hate. Like, how could I get married twice? Failed how, that the failed, failed relationship. The failed yeah. relationship. Yeah. As a devout Christian, too. No, the Christian part didn't care. No, I didn't, didn't. Care, but it was more like, what will people think of me? Use a slit. Hey, no. <laughs> no but no. it was like, what will people think of me? Like, how did I fail? Yeah. Mm. Now I have to tell people. If they ask me, oh, so you've been married twice and then look at you like, oh, she's been married twice. You know how people like to judge. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with her, yeah. right? Yeah. There's something wrong so with her. I yeah. was, oh, she's super pretty and for 43 she <laughs> looks great but yeah. she's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. yeah, so I was judging myself a lot and mm-hmm. being critical of myself. So part of this journey was to, to look back and think, no, that was meant to happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Just like I've got two kids, mm-hmm. different dads. Mm-hmm. That was another thing I really had to work on because, like, people would say to me, oh, your kids look different. 
And I'd have to say, oh, because oh, uh, 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 where's their dad? Or, you know, so come into this conversation to say, oh, and then I'd have to say, no, they're different dads. Yeah. Right, people look down on you. I don't care they what do. anyone says. People look down on you when you have judgmental different mate. kids I've to got, different yeah. dads. I've got a friend who's about to have a baby to her third yeah. baby daddy. Yeah. yeah. Like, but they're the things that I had to work on myself and I hated myself for that as well. Mm. I hated the fact that I had two kids with two different dads. Mm-hmm. So that was in so- another thing that I had to work on and I had to look at it like, no, nah, that's happened for a reason. And now I have no problem. If you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. Mm. Keep mm. walking. That's where that's where I am now. That brought me to where I am now. And that's it. What what drove you to seek the relationship advice? Was it how you were feeling in that relationship? Was yeah. it what someone had done to you or it was just how the relationship was going. I was just I was feeling like shit. Then I was questioning myself, was I asking for too much? I think that you were meant to land on the twin flame journey to to not just validate what you were feeling, why you felt that connection to someone that was also not showing you the things that you probably needed to be shown by them because you deserve it. I think you're on it because it was meant to get you where you were today anyway. Well, I think that's yeah. what we touched on in episode one when we really focused on the concept or the theory behind yeah. a twin flame is that that person's there to trigger you mm. to face your traumas, yeah. to heal from your traumas. And that's exactly what this person did for you, right? Yeah. So they obviously, I think as well, maybe those other people in your life triggered you too, but not to the point of realisation and not to no, the point yeah. of self-assessment. No. You just kind of dealt with what was happening with you at the time. Yeah. Whereas this time... It really made you think and seek something better. hundred percent. Like the other times I would just go drink. Yeah. You know, if something happened, drink, go out party. But this time you delved deep. But this time I, it got me into, for some, I don't know how, what, or, but the universe made me go there and made me go deep into trying to fix it all. Well, not trying to fix it all, trying to find out why A, B, C, D. Understand. Yep. Understand it, Yeah. But um, it's the weirdest place to be in because I've got all this love for him still and I still do and I still want to be with him. That's never going to change. But at the same time, it's weird because I've never felt so content in my whole adulthood life. Mm. You know, it's a weird feeling. It's like I've got this pain from not being with him but then I've got this whole joy. Do you think as well that because you've grown so much as a person and developed so much emotionally and mentally, like with knowledge, as well and how you now process those times that you feel triggered like you were saying before you'd go to the bottle of wine in the fridge whereas now you meditate or you read the bible or you, you know you've got yeah. other avenues to deal with that that does change you as a person mm. could you even be in a relationship would that version of you be in a relationship would he want to be in a relationship with that version of you yeah because he didn't know that version of you before. Before. No, I think he would. Because we still talk. We're still in communication. We're in limbo at the moment. I'll just be real. We are, we are in limbo. Mm. Um, no, he thinks it's great. Has he? <laughs> so we did talk as well yeah. about when you meet a twin flame, typically the other flame doesn't have the same issues as you. 
but still has stuff they have yeah. to oh, work on. Oh, some of them, on. no, you mirror each other. Mm. So if you've worked on your stuff and you're in the healing process but he's not. Mm. Well, wait, we can't say he's not. He might not be 100%. But he's not presenting that to you at the moment. Yeah. not presenting it but he could be in his own way that I, I don't know about. So when do you know it's right to be together? Mm. Yeah. Well, you don't because the whole point of being on this twin flame journey is to find inner union with yourself first. Okay, I get yeah. that 100%. Oh, okay, I get you, that. You go. No, no, you say. No, no, no. You, no, say what you need to say. I understand that concept wholeheartedly but I also know that um, have you been able to let go because you're still talking yeah. to him. Yeah, no. And that's what, why not? Yeah. Like I just want to understand why you stay in contact if you know he's not good for you. Well, it's not that he's not, not good for you. Not that it's he's just not good for me. It's, it's just that he's triggering you. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that he's triggering you. Hmm. Is that a question that can even be answered though? Because I have to answer it. No, no, but can no, I it? Can, be, answer can it? it be yeah, answered? it can be answered because I guess Michael won't agree with me, but that's okay. We don't no, have right. to agree. I'm still trying to do – I'm still trying to do it with love. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, everything needs to be done with love mm. and compassion. And I'm on this other – I've met other people as well. Yeah. Um, that have shown me different ways to do things with love. Yeah. So I'm trying to balance them both up at the moment. Yeah. So you're trying to do that. But what about him? So while you're doing it through love – what if he triggers you because he doesn't yeah. understand the concept. He's heard about it. Yeah. But he doesn't understand it in its entirety. So while he still is triggering you and not getting that, you're doing it from a place of love, but what is he, when that triggers are happening and they're happening, Yeah. where is it coming from for him? I don't know. I just have that's, to worry about myself. Yeah. So say, that's, that's not, not a, balanced. That's not a question she can no, answer either though. But that's about, I'm trying to, I'm, I just need to find the balance for myself. Yeah. Not for him. So I'm trying to get to the balance of, and you're going to laugh at me here, I'm trying to get to the balance that I'm just, there's so much peace in me that whatever yeah. happens around me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect but me. But it does affect you. But it does, but I'm working on it. No, I get that. 100% oh, It does affect me. It does affect yeah. you. But the point is, is how, how quick can I bounce back from it? Correct. Yeah, yeah. how do you yeah. process what's going on how around can you? I, yeah, how quick do can I Do you process it with, in a toxic state or do you process it? healthily you just have i just in that you can you can digest it and move on from it but it's all practice you see yeah you've got to practice mm. from removing yourself in that moment in that situation which i have been doing if i feel i'm starting to get upset about yeah. something because i'm not getting the answers i want i've yeah. just i've got teachings that i've learned and i'm just trying to practice those teachings can i just say like my experience is obviously different from yeah. yours but sometimes like I know it's hard, like it might be easier for me to say now, but I've been in that situation where really like at the end of the day, I just have to think about myself and for me was the biggest thing was I had to let go because not just for me to grow but for the other person to mm. grow because mm. if mm. I'm keeping that contact for them, they it happened to me. They keep coming back because they know mm. I'm available. Is it almost enabling? Yeah. Mm. And as soon as – Like that, a drug addict. Yeah. It is. It's like a it's, drug. They are like yeah, a drug addict. Eh? Because as soon as I cut that communication, they decided to do the, like do what they need to do. The other thing that I 
notice when everything was happening, when I, we had that communication is my relationship with other people started suffering as well. And I literally had to cut myself from that, like block everything, mute everything. Like I don't need to know what you're doing. I'm going to do me. Yeah. Mm. And that fastened the, um, the process for me. Yeah. So it could be different for everyone, but that's just how I dealt with my situation. Yeah. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but like, I know, I know it could be hard, but yeah. It is hard. It, it is, is it's hard. hard. It is hard, but you Because you really do care for these people yeah. a lot more than they're seemingly giving it back to you. But you energetically know, I know you fuck with me that way. Or yeah. I know you really do give a shit, but you're just not showing me and it, yeah. it hurts. Mm. Yeah. It just hurts. It's obvious you wanting to be a nun as a child <laughs> that you were you were already there that you were spiritual yeah. in a Christianity aspect yes but were you before this journey spiritual in a holistic sense well I used to go tarot readers so I've always believed that there I've believed in it mm-hmm. but was I into it like for me to actually do things no but did I believe in it yeah. Because I used to get readings all the time. Okay, so then what did you dive into first? What did I dive into first? Well, to be honest, I got heaps of – I got readings from Kelly and then – I try to teach her how to do tarot. Tarot, but tarot is not tarot for me. Tarot is not for her. Something with, with her, if you, you notice with her the way she speaks, there's there's a softness in the way mm-hmm. that she – you feel like you're, you're in a in – a, I say in a rest state with her. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh. So it's yeah. like someone that can go around and make you feel good. And I always said to her, you're an energy healer. Yeah, mm-hmm. she told me that I was going to be an energy healer. And then when I used to clear stuff for her, she was like, you used to you clear them so well. Yeah, really good. Like, yeah. especially with my cards, because I'm like, fuck, I'm just like, bang, bang, get them out, you know, <laughs> work for me, angels, protect, whatever. But she she takes her time with it. Mm-hmm. And she would clear shit out for me. And I'm like, thank fuck for that then they were working amazingly yeah really good like that and and for me as someone that's that's a reader and an intuitive and all that kind of stuff mm. it was nice to not have to do it myself is this the person you told me you used to bring to readings to absorb no okay that was another friend right. and she was very good at that as well like very very good at t- i have people around me when i'm doing readings on other people because you absorb so much energy, it gets fucked. Mm. Like what's coming through to me, it's it's so much. It's physically draining. It's physically draining, emotionally and everything. So that particular person, she would sit in on reads with, with people that were happy for her to be there. And she would literally, I would feel all good and she would take it all. She'd feel sick. Mm. She'd feel all the emotions that were going on and it would manifest that way for her yeah, as well. No, we had, we, I remember that situation when you came over to my house and I had my friend. You guys were doing the reading and I was just like getting so yeah. tired the whole time. And I was just like. She she it's was happened, right it's there. It's happened with me too when you've been yeah. doing yeah. readings. Yeah. I've ended up with a migraine at the end of the reading and you're like, cheers sis, thanks for that. <laughs> Thank you for I'm that. I'm like. Uh. But, it, but it's, that's. I, I, 
it's like it sounds like I'm using people for thank you. <laughs> I don't need to feel this. But like even when I did the reads with Pukpuk and her friend, it was like Pukpuk wasn't even listening to the read. Yeah, she didn't even hear half of what was going on, but she was feeling it all. And in Pukpuk's house, this is how it fucked up. She we would hear like bumps and shit and in specific areas it her phone would always go off. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Oh yeah. It's we will be on the phone. I'll walk past a certain area of my house, but it would just drop. And, and then I'll be like, hello? And hello? we would hear knocks. But she would like, don't fucking say, say that. that. Freaks yeah. me out. <laughs> Freaks me out. But yeah. Um, so so Kelly got you. So Kelly told, yeah, Kelly's like, that's what you're going to be doing. And then I, someone else told me somewhere along the way. Yeah, told you. Someone, I've heard. Someone I've heard, else spiritual it, it told had me all, about it. Other people had yeah, said the same thing too. And then I went too. to do like past life regressions. And in my past life, I was a healer. And then there was just, there's just something in me that felt like, I wanted to help people. One of my good friends, um, which I had totally forgotten about, his mum is a, a spirit, is an energy healer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I called her and she was like, she lives on a beautiful farm. And she's like, yeah, come up. So I've been in contact with her about spiritual healing and she's, you know, walked me through it, told me about it. Then she was like, oh, you should go to the spiritualist church. Yeah. Right. And... Sorry, mum. Mum doesn't know. She'll kill me. She's a devout Catholic. Yeah, but you're a good woman. Yeah, I and know, you do good deeds for good people. She thinks I'm crazy at the moment. But anyway, um, that's another topic in itself. Um, so she was like, "Why don't you just try?" And then me being the good student, straight away I was onto Facebook she trying was. to find like the church spirit. And so I found one, and I went, and then I went there, and then I met most people there. At, like, there's a lot of healers there. So I went there, and then I met this other lady from that church. Um, and she's a tutor and she, she teaches what she's known all her life and so that's how I've met her and then she told me the same thing. She's like, you're so ready for it. You're going to yeah. be really good at it. So it's just been – it's just been – it's, a, it's a, a wanting or knowing in myself that I want to do it. So I've gone to do Reiki and I've done it and so far it's been fantastic. And there's a lot of other things that have happened to me as well spiritually. Things that she would natural stuff. Yeah, things to me. that she would never ever like beforehand. She would like that would freak me out. That would freak me out. I'm like, dude, it's all part like of crystals parcel. moving in my house. Yeah, like literally, literally upside down. Literally flipped upside down. Flipped upside down. Um, I've had a saint come visit me. Smells a lot Smell, of a lot of smells. Um, yeah, that would freak. Yeah, yeah, it would freak the so fuck out of you. Yeah, right? it yeah. would freak you out, and then um. And then I've actually gone for Reiki myself. So I go to this Reiki um, psychic medium. So he's given me information as well and he's told me this info and I'm like, yeah, I know because I already know. Like mm. he, what he's telling me is just confirming what is going to happen to me. Yeah. So that's just another confirmation in itself. So it's just happened. It's just like. And it can be really, really, really hard for people, especially mm. in your family, to see you from one point to another point point. go, what the fuck happened? Mm. So that's kind of what I was touching on before when I was asking about the version that you were before you went on this journey versus you now. Like it's sounding like like it's a lot of change. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's not, right? It was probably always within you yeah. to be a part of this journey and to you all probably always subconsciously had those channels there. But now you're actually actively working on them you're practicing them in your day-to-day life yeah you've changed the way you react to your triggers from your trauma you're 
you're now educating others and actively helping others and doing healings and things like that. So it's a big change. Have you noticed any – have you lost anyone? Have you had anyone change the way they treat you and react to you? Yeah, I've kind of disconnected from a few friends, huh? Mm. But that is from what I've read about that's really normal. Kind of disconnect from people that just live in 3D reality world because you don't find that connection anymore. Mm. Well, you're not on the same path. You're not on the same But have yeah. you had anyone almost I've mock? Yeah. No, none of my friends I've have mocked me, but I don't feel as connected as, as I was previously with them. Right. Yeah, so I'm just like, mm, like we can talk about stuff, but I want to talk deeper now. Mm. Yeah. You know, if I want to sit down and have a conversation with, with someone, I want to talk deep. I don't want to talk surface stuff anymore. Mm. So... If they can't hold those conversations, there's nothing really to talk about, is there? No, what am I going to talk about? And being – and the hardest thing I've noticed, even with my friends, I love you all if you're listening, all my friends that I'm still in contact with, I do love you all, but it is so hard to explain being a twin flame and on the journey if they're not in that position. They do not understand it at all. And they're not supposed to. I mean this is – No, they're not supposed to, yeah. They're not supposed to. But – because I am on that journey and it's part of my life, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I have to suppress that and I have to wait till I only talk to Kel or, or watch or follow forums on Twin Flame stuff or watch Tarot just so, you know, I can see someone else talking about Twin Flame stuff. But to actually talk to my friends, they just don't get it, mm. which is nothing wrong with that, but it's really hard. Mm. It'll be quite isolating. Yeah. I think it is if you – if they – look, people are going to have this perspective of that twin flame. Again, the narcissistic thing comes mm. back in. And they're like – like anyone. Like if I go to a normal relationship where someone is um, with another person and they're just not showing them the same kind of um, love back, it's just like, bro, let them go. Yeah. Mm. Like that – don't fuck with that shit. Mm. But f- for a friend who doesn't understand – the twin flame journey, not that I don't understand, but I've not experienced it. I'm yeah. not on it. I could very much be like, he's toxic. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Just leave him. 100%. Big, right? <laughs> Enough already. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When I talk to both, when I've ever talked to, to Bex and I've talked to Sandrine about the twin, I'm like, fuck them. Like Kelly in the, re, in, in the non-twin flame thinking head is like, Fuck him. Yeah, well, for me, I'm <laughs> yeah. like... Why would you? Why would you? Fuck you, him just, you just told me you did all this development in the six months you didn't talk to him. Stop talking to him. Yeah. yeah. But I get that it's not yeah. that simple. I get it's that not. the journey is not that simple. And, and when you there's t- this when, cosmic pull between you and someone else, yeah. how do you fight And you that? even took a long time for you oh, to be did, able probably. to kind of... It took a very long time, yeah. like a year and a half, almost two years when I'm just like turning around and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And yeah. I got to put myself first and just like and cut all types. But I'm that type of person that for me to get over someone, it's like I block them on everything. But you can't block this. That's true. And and That's I the problem. I no couldn't. matter how hard you try, no, you I'm, cannot block it. I, I agree it comes with back. You and Even if you blocked it for like a few months, You'll be fine. You think, yeah, I'm ready. And then all of a sudden something comes to you. I agree with you. You got to do things with love. I still love him, but just not in that way anymore. Like, fair enough. Especially because you're yeah. seeing it the way it is at the moment. Whereas I know that Sandrine's very different on that. Yeah. She wants her twin flame in 
that relationship and that's what her forward thinking is I, in this situation I as wanted well. him to to be that person for the for yeah. a very long time but then I just had to make the decision because it's not doing me any good like yeah. I wasn't happy well you weren't getting it you weren't yeah. getting that reciprocation like yeah. whatever but you don't get that validation from him either no you, I got a question yeah because that's interesting right so you Beck have been able to cut him off move on no desire for it Yours, your, there's no real relationship there with yours, Kel, in, but you guys, you know, I guess cosmically still check in on each other because there's social media and I whatever. Think, well, ours again, different, just different. because yeah. it's just like, but I fuck you're with them. Sandrine, mm. you're saying that you've, you've done this healing. Yeah. You're on a new journey. Yeah. You can identify in your day to day life how you're, changing the way you handle situations that happen around you you've got this inner peace sexually you've got no desire i don't have inner peace yet it's practice but 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 it's 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 progress but you're allowed you're not allowing things to not as much as i used to yeah yeah you've got no desire to be with anyone because you're working on being content with yourself it's like just no one else attracts me yeah. anymore. She does, that's the connection with someone that just goes beyond but, okay, something. So this is where my mm. question comes in, right? Mm. No, you're not attracted to anyone else. No. But you're in limbo with this person. Mm. Yeah. And see, I'm a timeline person, right? Mm. I have to I have to have a plan for everything. But you can't have you a timeline on, on I do. You can't have a timeline on the twin flame journey. But how, no how long how long do you let you yourself wait. sit in limbo with this person? Like mm. You're doing all this work. Well, you're changing. Yeah. You're waiting on him to get his shit mm. together. But I'm not waiting on him if I'm working on myself. Yeah, I know. But you're also, because you're still attracted to him, you're not opening up yourself to opportunities with anyone else. What happens if your soulmate, which is completely different to your twin yeah. flame, well, is out there yeah. and you're closing yourself off because you're I'm in not ready limbo to do with that. this person? I can call in my soulmate if I wanted to, but I don't want to do that. I'm not ready for that. That's a difference. See, Puk Puk did that. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I, I'll tell I you was, now, she called I, in on his soulmate. She said, I want the soulmate. Yeah. Mm. But even, um, I was just listening to another podcast today. Yeah. Even if you do call in a soulmate, you still won't have that same ever connection. I'm not ready for that. I think you're just not ready to let go. Yeah. Of, I, I, look, when I'm going to put it out like, Work, you've done amazing work on this. The self-healing of yours has been brilliant, you know, probably next to none through everyone else's journey, including mine. But when it comes to actually letting him go and Mm. trusting that the universe is going to put right, because free will is a thing. He gets to choose whether or not he wants this. But his... At the moment, he's choosing not to listen to that inner being in him that's telling him, you need to sort your shit out. You've got her there showing you, hey, she's doing it, but he's refusing because he's like, well, either there's nothing wrong with me or everyone else is the problem except for me, Mm. right? When there's no acceptance on the uh, other side, I'm not saying just this is him. I I can go to the other in general from the counterparts. If they don't think that anything is wrong with them and it's, Everything is wrong with everyone else. And you're sitting there waiting for him to get the fucking clue. It could be a long time. And you could have already elevated to the yeah. point this of... Is, this is the non-twin flame brain in me yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going, what are you waiting for? You are becoming the best yeah. version of yourself. yourself in the prime of your life. 
that you could be opening up yourself to so many other relationship opportunities but I still feel like you're holding that flame and I'm <laughs> sitting here so frustrated <laughs> like, bitch, you're you stunning. Have, yeah. You have finally started to get your shit yeah. together. You are this calm, content. Yeah. You have a peace. If you've not found inner peace, you have a peaceful presence. Like. Yeah. Anyone would be mm. fucking lucky to be with you. And she this dickhead that? is just sitting there letting it pass by in fucking limbo. Yeah. I just want to be like, yeah. <laughs> you know? I want to, I, like, I would love to do that to them. Like go, dude. Yeah, but you know what? They're not my issue. No, I know. Yeah. She's I sitting know. in front of me and I'm like, I love to touch you and I just want to <laughs> grab you and shake you. <laughs> yeah, to let go of something that is constantly attached to your your soul is mm. very hard to do. Yeah. But she's on that part of her journey where she's not ready to let go of him. She's ready to to fix herself, but she's not ready to let go of him. And that comes down to, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't trust enough that the universe is going to do right by you either, either way because you're holding on to that need to be with him at the end of this whatever linear yeah. timeline that we have with them yeah. we are in 3d and there is a linear there's time time is yeah, you know measured and, yeah. and i'm gonna end up with him like i know that let's just say i'm working on it and i'm just putting my focus to other stuff at the moment that's cool i'm working on that's it. cool because this and could I change too yeah, yeah and i wouldn't want to be with someone else and still have that connection and still have that love there i just don't think it's fair to yeah. someone else to be yeah. honest i couldn't do it yeah, to them and if i do that then i bring bad karma and i i think i've paid enough i think i've nearly paid all my debt back for my karma in my yeah. previous yeah. lives well it's a watch this space kind of yeah it is thing, mm. hey? i know but can i ask a question so you you said that you know you're gonna end off with him yeah then um with you saying that, wouldn't you just like, well, I'll let go now. I know we're going to end up together mm. anyway. Because you know you're going to end up together. Why not just Cut trust the process? Yeah. Because. So that the next time your parts meet, you are the right people for each other. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. She doesn't want to. She's, yeah. To she say doesn't like want that. to. I don't want it. But I also believe, and I know Kelly won't believe in that because, again, She's taught me a lot, but then I can still yeah, go on, my, yeah. on what I believe. You're on your own thing. I still believe that I've come – I'm starting to, like, look at it from a different point again, a mm. different point that trauma that's been based in someone for so long is so hard to change, right? Yeah. It's a pattern. We'll, we'll look at it at not spiritual – spiritually, we'll look at it as 3D. Like, in, if you're in a relationship, relationships are supposed to make you feel safe. Mm. So if – someone has a trauma let's say a deep issued trauma and you're also not making them feel safe yeah then that can push them away even further so because he i don't want to talk about his traumas but yeah. because there was a trauma there and that, that he's thought that that trauma was caused by me which i don't believe it was caused by me it's caused by something else that's his thinking i can't get him to change his way about that Mm. Right. So who do you think can in that in that no, space? No, no, no. I can't. No, I, and I can't. Exactly. No, but I don't want to do things to say, oh wow, see. But okay. you're not. No, but I still believe that you still need to build build that trust back again. But what? Okay, make me understand this. <laughs> what yeah. trust are you losing? You've already proved your 
you care and love for that guy regardless of anything you love yeah. and appreciate and care for him that much that you still were sitting here and saying I cannot let you go it's it's ultimately if he goes off and chooses to do the work on himself and you do your work on yourself if you believe what you truly believe then you'll come together I still yeah I feel different but anyway then she you don't trust she it. She doesn't then. want to let go. Yeah, I think that's. I, just, I think that's it. She's not ready to let go. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> this yeah, is okay. this is where it goes, guys. <laughs> we agree to disagree. Everyone yeah. has perceptions and understandings and yeah. views. Yeah. On and, and again, yeah. this is this is her journey and this is her choice and this is th- this is how she perceives it to be. Who am I to tell her that it's the wrong way? Correct. It's, yeah. it's not my way. It's, it's not her, her way. It's, it's her, her feelings. feelings. Yeah. It's like, but I get it, girl. I like, know where yeah. you're at. I know why you're yeah. doing this. I know that you got that unconditional love going on. That's why you continue mm. wanting to keep your hand in it. Yeah. It's hard. It. We it's were hard. together three years. Yeah. It's yeah. Hard. It wasn't like it was a fling or a, or a mm. friendship mm. or yeah. a one night stand. We were together for like... Maybe three and a half years, really, if we look at it. You really love him. Yeah. You really we had, deeply love yeah. him. Like it's a love in my whole adult whole, whole life that I've never felt ever. Can long. I just say to Sandrine's counterpart, you do not <laughs> realise how much this bitch <laughs> You're fucking make me cry loves now. you. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. But in saying everything that's happened, I am so grateful because yeah. if I hadn't met him, there'd be no way I'd be doing the shit I'm doing today. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. That, that's the biggest thing out of this. Yeah. Let's take the positive out of this is mainly yeah. that well, you've I think got that's, where you've got to that. That's yeah. what I asked yeah. you at the end of yours last yeah. last episode is what's your takeaway? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. your takeaway? And the growth you've experienced. Growth? You would never have done any of this. No. You would never have done any of this work if he hadn't have come into your life. And no. He just needs to get there. But I pray, I pray for him every day without fail. Mm. Pray, hopes and love, healing. And we'll get there. Watch this yeah. space. Watch, Watch this space. Watch the we, space. We will get there. Very good. Yeah. Well, let's lighten the load a little bit, hey. Let's wrap yeah, it yeah. up. <laughs> I think um, we should probably do our high and low. I'll start. Oh, you <laughs> start. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start. Um, hi. I competed last week, girl. I know. Congratulations. Yeah, if you guys check out our social media, Kelly shared a heinous video of a heinous photo. This is (laughs) fucking a good video. Whatever. Um, Yeah, so I competed in my second powerlifting comp. Yeah, you did amazing. I come away with three trophies. You did amazing. Yeah, Yeah. best, uh, biggest squat, biggest bench, biggest overall lift of the day. So that's all my three lifts, including the deadlift. And I smashed my PBs by like 10 to 15 kilos. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was a really – and I did it with my husband and my kids got to watch and they watched me come away with three trophies and they have been frothing off it. So that was definitely my high. That was last week. My low this week. I don't even know if I've had one. Bro, you did have a low. I can tell you which one that was. But it wasn't this week. It was like a couple of weeks ago. What was my low? Fucking car, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm going on my third week without my goddamn car. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I have. I hit the gutter trying <laughs> to avoid a fucking cat. <gasps> and next time I see a cat, I'll just fucking run it over. No, oh, you won't. Yes, I will. <laughs> Screw all the cats in the world. If you have a cat, keep it indoors. 
But How? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I did like low. nearly three grand damage to my car, and wow. I'm driving around a freaking hire car that I'm not happy to be paying for. And yeah, but whatever. Material mm. objects, no biggie. I'm fine. But it's still, yeah, it's yeah. such an it's inconvenience. Such an inconvenience. Yeah. yeah, hard. Who's next? Oh no. Okay, now I've got my two high. Okay, so we yeah. did volunteering. So for work, we get like a day a year to do volunteer work. So we did one yesterday to one of our clients so they got called good 360 where like big corporation like jb hi-fi um myers like they donate their like like stuff that they sell and then this charity would like distribute it to people that needs it yeah so we did that yesterday and then also um two people at work said they love me she did she sent me a text it was like two people said they love me and i was like same day yeah of course dickhead like, <laughs> wait, like, like me telling you I love you or like yeah. profess their love for you? Oh, no, no, like, like you telling me <laughs> you love me. Like, it was sweet. so, like, so nice. I was like, oh, yay. Yeah, I don't think I have any lows this week. Good. Oh, last night. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah. My, well, my yeah. Lows, my little Which meltdown. you will hear on episode three. <laughs> yeah. Kill. Oh, yeah. Um, My low is this stupid planetary six planets in conjunction with the retrograde mm. motherfucker making me feel as though I'm empty as fuck and yet I am not. Yeah. I'm extremely grateful. I'm extremely happy. And yet this thing, uh, yeah, it got me feeling really down. Mm. And I, but I don't think it was just that. But when I was looking back and listening and having to hear over and over again my traumas, but also having to look at myself and not like what I see, um, that was really tough. Like I, I, I was messaging you guys and hating the photos that we had taken um, and just constantly looking at everything and just I didn't like myself. Mm. And, it, and it's not because I think of myself in a, a shit way. It was actually because I thought of myself highly. <laughs> And it was opposite to what my eyes were seeing. So that was my low point. It was pretty shit. Um, my high point is always going to be that you guys are here doing this with me. Mm. Like I'm always going to be real grateful. It's your time that you're taking away to to spend um, trying to help people, which is, which is ultimately what we're wanting mm. to do and achieve mm. with this. But it's also, um, yeah, that's always going to be my high, apart from my kids and, and living a very happy life. Um, it's going to be that, you know, people were there when I called upon them, they're here. So you're all here now. That's a high for me. Because I just started Reiki. So my highs have been all the feedback that I've got from my clients that have been really good. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and that's happened this week. My lows, maybe the only low I would have felt like really like a little bit low is that I didn't get enough time to do everything that I wanted to do this week. Mm. There's not enough time, eh? No, I only work three days a week and I still didn't get enough time. Yeah, I need to to sleep more. (laughs) Bro, that's a you problem. That's not because you don't have enough opportunity to sleep. You need to put down TikTok before 2 a.m. Yeah, you know what? That's a problem. Mm. I get so, yeah, I'm here. I hear you. Well, girls, a pleasure as always. Yeah. Right? We got and we've we've pre recorded episode three. So you guys will hear that after this is released. Um, we're going to be talking to Beck, all things single, yeah, all, things all things single, single life, life and how much it sucks. Damn. <laughs> hey, it's actually like, there's also like positive for like, sometimes I'll come out of a date where I'm just like, 
didn't work out, but I was like, I'm having fun. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice to, to meet people, kind of like makes you realize what you like and don't like. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And we're going to do, so we're going to go after the third episode, we're going to go, you. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your story. Like, I really can't. I want to hear all the fucking grand shit that I know. I don't have anything prophetic. I just have a whole bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, but that dumb <laughs> shit is pathetic. <laughs> It'll be a good one. It'll be a good it one. Is. Tune in next time, guys. Right. We love you all. all right. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.